Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. Today, we're going to tackle the tricky subject of commander's intent. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you've been here before, well, welcome back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab, where we help professionals become elite communicators. The point of this podcast is pretty straightforward. It's to help you and your ideas stand out. And what we're going to tackle today is something called commander's intent. It's a military term, but I think it, it affects both sides of the aisle, both military and corporate leaders, the same. And it is when a person has to give a directive, but they don't have to tell you everything that you need to do, it's subject to your listening and interpretation to implement. Okay, General guidance is a simple way of explaining it. Why am I tackling this subject right now? I'm tackling it because giving directions, guidance, is something that all leaders need to do, and many of them do it poorly. I've never met a leader that doesn't think that they're being clear. They're convinced that they're being clear, but the reality is they're not. And it isn't until much, much later that they found out that they weren't clear. So how do you tighten your intention? How do you communicate with that level of clarity and in precision where um, you're missing the mark and you don't even know it, okay? It drives followers crazy when leaders aren't clear. Okay, so we're going to tackle that. And this may be a multi-part series. I'm not really sure right now, but let's just get the conversation started. It certainly affects the military, um, the way the, the, the structure works. And I've never been in the military, but from what I've been told, there's guidance, there's, there's directives, that they give to subordinates, and it's up to them to figure out exactly how they're going to implement that. If you think about it in a step process, commander's intent would follow formulation of a plan, communication of a plan, and then there's interpretation and implementation. So I'm like, I come up with an idea. This is the direction we need to go. I make a decision. I communicate that to people. They have to interpret it, and they have to implement it. Okay, I'm not going to tell them how to build the bridge. I'm going to tell them that we need to get from here to there, and they have to figure out how to do that. What's the problem? The problem is that it's often not clear what the intent is. That formulation, the thinking that goes behind the communication is, is there, but when, it, when the words come out somebody's mouth or when they get typed up, it is confusing as the day is long. And one of the things that I've seen in my experience is that it there's a lot of excuses built into, well, it's complex. The environment is complicated. This is a very sophisticated and, and serious and detailed subject as almost an excuse to be confusing, where the formulation of the guidance and the plan, uh, because it is so complex, when it comes time to communicate it, the communication is complex too, and it hasn't found simplicity or easier, simpler ways of explaining it. And you see this time and time again with briefings and presentations which are just packed with information. Um, the guidance is way too long. It's complicated. It's completely out of order. It's disjointed. And the interpretation and the implementation are a mess because people don't know what you're talking about. Well, how does this happen when people say, well, I thought about it and they, I, I told them what to do? Here's the simple, silly example that I had that was told to me before. Of a, it was a, a one-star general that once made a, a comment that was interpreted as guidance. It wasn't intended as guidance, but it sounded like guidance. 
and his subordinates went away and did a bunch of research over the weekend and came back on Monday and said, sir, here's the information that you asked for. And they looked at them kind of funny, like, what are you talking about? And they said, well, on Friday, you told us to do this. You gave us an order to do this. And we went and we did the research. And he, in his mind, was just thinking out loud and wasn't giving guidance. And he certainly wasn't giving a directive. And he wasn't being clear. Their interpretation was, we need to do the work. They went away and did, went, went ahead, did the work, did all the research, spent their entire weekend doing it, only to find out that he didn't really mean it. Now, that's kind of a silly example. Not terrible. They just lost a weekend. But what happens if that were we're launching a product or I'm trying to implement a strategy or I've got a new vision or new direction that I want the business to go into or, or I'm developing an operation or a plan or a new directive and I'm communicating it and people around me hear it and they're hearing a hundred different things. We know this happens. We hear it all the time. We see it all the time. We see it all the time. Leaders are think that they're clear and they're not. And a lot of it is excused by, we'll just figure it out. I'm being a hands-off. I'm not being a micromanager. You just figure it out. But the, pr- the breakdown is in the communication. The formulation might be right on, but when it's communicated, it's confusing. Now, there's a story about this in the book brief that you can go back and reference again. It's the story about Alan Betty and Granger and how they explained their strategic vision to their organization. That was, in essence, their leader's strategic intent the commander's intent, if you will. Well, they took great care to make sure after literally weeks and months of formulation and building of the strategic vision, they took great care in the communication of that strategic vision when they explained it to their employees to make sure that the interpretation was consistent and most importantly, the implementation was on the mark. Had the communication been fuzzy, unclear, and vague, guess what happens? Everybody hears a different thing, everybody runs in a different direction, and you've got no result. It's, it happens day in and day out. And you see it. It's frustrating. It's often ended with, you know what I mean? And people in their head are thinking, I don't know what you mean, but I have to do something so they do something and it's wrong and it doesn't work. So you look at this. Um, this is part of military doctrine. Um, it is not just in the United States. It's in Great Britain and Sweden and all these different armed forces where commander's intent is part of their doctrine. Um, people, there's publications on this from NATO, field manuals, Canadian Force. I mean, there's, it's, this is well-documented. You can go and look, on, look, look online and, and read for hours and hours and hours about got, how commanders should communicate their intent and the purpose of the plans. I'm just going to give you some simple behind-the-scenes things that commanders can do if you're a commander or you work with one or if you're a business leader or you work with one. Here's some things to think about in order to make sure that the ideas, the plans, the operations, the initiatives, when it comes time to communicate them to people, to key people, you don't miss the mark. Here's a couple things to think about. First is take time to prepare an executive summary. What do I mean? I've told this before, use a brief map as a tool, but what is the point of the plan? Why are we doing this? What are, how are we going to do this in general terms? What is the end stage or success when we achieve what we intend to achieve? Paint the picture in very black and white terms. Make it really clear and right on the mark. So prepare that. 
make sure that that executive summary, that outline, that two to three minute summary is constructed, that outline is built. That's the first thing, first and foremost. Second thing, speak it plainly and speak it out loud before you speak it publicly. What I mean is use plain speech. Talked about this in some recent podcasts, plain English. Just speak simply. If you have a choice between a fancy word and a simple word, choose the simpler word and say it out loud a few times before you publicly announce it. Why do you need to do that? Well, once you've prepared the outline, anything sounds good written down, anything sounds good in your head, but say it out loud and, and, and hear yourself say it and, know, and say it to somebody who can give you some really candid feedback where you can adjust. We do this at the Brief Lab all the time. We ask people to prepare something and then take a walk, say it out loud a few times, and, and see how it changes and tightens and evolves and improves when you're rehearsing it, when you're saying it out loud. Be concise. Give yourself a time limit. Don't, the longer you say something, the easier it is for somebody to get confused, get distracted, or get off course. And it's easy for you to start changing your tune. Keep it short. There's a reason why songs are only four minutes long. The longer you make them, the hard, it starts turning into another song. And then last, lastly, ask for a playback. When, you, when you're publicly explaining, ask people. I mentioned this in a recent podcast around Napoleon's Corporal. Ask somebody in their own words to tell you what they heard. And if they say it the wrong way, don't blame them. Take responsibility, Right? Your job is, as a leader is to formulate the plan, communicate the message, and then they have to interpret it and then implement. If there's any breakdown in that implementation, you need to ask first to hear what they heard. It's like, don't let the telephone game ruin you. Ask people to play it back. There's many different ways to do this. One is you can just give people a minute or two to just say to you individually what they heard you say, their interpretation. Another way of doing it is have them write it down. Just say it to them and say, take, take two minutes on a card, piece of paper, and write down in 50 words or less what you heard me say. And then study the variance. Study the differences between one person's interpretation and the other and see how, how different those variances are. If, they're, if the inconsistency is not that great, it means the message got through. If, it's, if you start to see wild inconsistencies, then you're in trouble, right? And then you have to, you have to check and adjust at that point, right? Don't assume, right? ask and demand questions, people to, to clarify and, fee and feedback. At the end of the day, be responsible when you're vague, when you're confusing. Don't blame other people. Take responsibility. That's what great leaders do, is they own it. You have to own it. Okay, to wrap this up, Commander's Intent. I think I'm going to do a few more on these, but this is to get the conversation started. Great leaders, they make sure they're understood. They're sure of it. They make sure. For them, hope is never a strategy. Just saying. <laughs>